How in the world do 4.3 million people quit their jobs? And did anybody know until today there was something called the quits report? And what in the world is with the supply chain issues? Joe Biden's scheduled to speak about it, but but what? where's the real issue? How do you fix it? Is this manpower or is this economics at play? And it has no easy answer. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it is good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, everything with TonyKatz.com. The phone number, 833-468-8669. Dr. Matt Will joins us right now, economist at the University of Indianapolis, follows these trends. I want to start with this quits report. As we know, the unemployment uh, jobs, the jobs report, 194,000 instead of 500,000 that we predicted. But this number that in August, 4.3 million people quit their job did they not take another job? What's, what should we be looking at here? You know, Tony, we don't know what they're doing right now. We know that the 4.3 million, though, was the highest number ever reported since this report started back in 2000. Um, this is uh, we have 10.4 million openings in the country right now. And we had a record number of people quit and walk away from their jobs, 2.9 percent. We've never seen these kind of numbers before. And Tony, this is also another indicator. It tells us of confidence that people have that they can get another job or maybe they won't get a job at all because most of these quits were in retail and uh, jobs that, you know, not, not on the higher end of the pay scale. So people are leaving their jobs thinking, I'm not going to have a problem finding another job or I don't need a job, which is a very scary thing for someone to say when we have a labor shortage in the country right now. So that's that's where it gets confusing. Let's make the argument that we had people say, I don't need a job. I don't need this. They quit. Sometimes what I've learned is uh, on the quits report, people quit a job. It could be a positive. They took another job because there was availability and opportunity. Here, we're not seeing those jobs get replenished. That means they're getting the money from somewhere, but we know the extended unemployment benefits have ended. So where else are they getting the money, doctor? You know, Tony, that's an interesting misperception. It is true that the federal government has stopped their enhanced benefits, but the states are stepping in. And guess what? The state that's making the biggest problem right now in the labor shortage is California, where we have the supply chain ships backed off, backed up off the off the Los Angeles port. Because what happened is um, California has offered five point two billion dollars of enhanced benefits for people to pay their rent. When as, as soon as the rent extension, um, the rent moratorium was lifted by the federal government. So in California, now that you don't, you know, now that the moratorium's gone and you have to pay your rent according to the federal government, California will pay you to not pay your rent. They're going to give you the money to cover your rent. And so in California, where we have a labor shortage at the port of Los of, of Long Beach, and we don't have enough people driving the trucks and unloading the ships and in the warehouses, California will pay your rent for you. So you don't have to go back to work right now. And there's another complication, Tony, and that is that the savings rate was skyrocketing during COVID because the federal government was throwing money at people. Now the savings rate has plummeted to a near record low because people are starting to spend their savings. So it's a combination of a place like California paying you not to work and you uh, living off the savings that you've built up over the last 18 months. Talking to Dr. Matt Will, economist, University of Indianapolis. You bring up the supply chain. You're at the airport right now, and I'm, I'm, I'm amazed you can even get on a flight. Is everything, by the way, is everything taken off properly? 
Um, actually, it's pretty funny you say that because, of course, Southwest is having cancellations left and right. Uh, again, labor shortage. Um, and so there is interesting uh, lines. Some airlines are doing better than others. Well, labor shortage or uh, sick out, <laughs> even though it's, you know, uh, on, on the down low, it is what it is. But let's talk about the supply chain issues. We've been uh, discussing on, on my Cigar and Bourbon show, Eat, Drink, Smoke, for a month. You better get your Christmas gifts because you won't be able to get them. Now we've got the White House saying you might see some bare shelves. We're seeing in supermarkets bare shelves and and. and things not being available, which isn't about not being able to produce the food. It's about being able to get the food to you or getting the employees there to be able to produce the food. We have the possibility of food. We're just not producing it. We're just not getting it out. And then, of course, you talk about the ports. You discussed the real issue at the port of, for example, Long Beach, Los Angeles, which is the ninth largest port in the world, being a lack of workers. Joe Biden, the president, scheduled to speak on this today. How are you going to force people to do this? We can send in the National Guard like we're sending them in for nurses? Well, you know, it's interesting you say that because, if you know, he has said that he wants a national mandate on vaccines. Hey, I'm pro-vaccine. I've got my vaccine. I encourage people to get it. But let me tell you, when the federal government sends the, you know, the, the military and the police to force you to do something, I don't think people respond positively to that. So what's he going to do, force people in Los Angeles to go back to work? It's interesting because the government is going to force you to work, but the government is also paying you not to work. Why doesn't the government just get out of the way of both and let the free economy solve itself? Uh, the government doesn't like getting out of the way of the economy, and certainly one can argue that when it comes to the supply chain, they're going to get in the way. But is the problem of the supply chain just the American worker not being able to unload a cargo ship? Because this seems to be happening in other nations and other places, and the administration wants to put this directly on the shoulders of COVID. Is it a COVID-related issue solely? That That is absurd for them to say that, Tony, because they also are expanding the regulations. Uh, you know, Trump was a big fan of deregulating. And what we have seen, and people at the port of Long, Long Beach have actually reported this, that there it takes longer for government inspectors to come in and approve something to be unloaded off a ship and sent off to somewhere in the United States. So there's a massive amount of regulation. But then there's a bigger demand on it. Because we have now energy dependence, where we used to have energy independence, there's now an expanded use of ports and labor in order to handle the shipping of oil. Because remember, even if your oil comes from the Middle East, it's usually refined in a place like Texas. And so we're now expanding the amount of refining uh, that's being done in Texas. We're expanding the number of imported oil. And so that requires more stress on the labor pool. Um, it, it is one thing after another, Tony. And a lot of these countries have restrictions on who can go in and out of their country. I mean, something we can't discuss here for time, but there's a labor problem on ships. Because people have been stranded on ships between four months and 18 months, not being able to get off their ships. The Wall Street Journal had a really good piece on this. And that's also part of this, the labor problem is the government's not allowing workers in and out of their country. And we are guilty, Tony. We don't allow people from other countries that, that staff these ships to get into the United States to get on the ship. By the way, this is a, a really incredible uh, thing to learn that when people engage in these ships and take jobs on these ships to do the loading and unloading and, and the care of the ship, um, they're so busy and they're doing so much. There are times where it's a year and a half before they leave the boat 
Not We're not even talking about stretching your legs on land. You can't leave the boat. It is an incredible story, which leads to less people wanting to do this work. The question before us is, we, we see tweets from the, the Department of Transportation and Secretary Pete Buttigieg. We hear that President Biden is going to say something. What are the moves that have to make in order to get people into the place where we're having these ships unloaded and the truckers available to bring the product from point A to point B? <laughs> Tony, it, it, it's not that complicated. 92% of all the goods around the world go by container ship. 92%. Okay, we just mentioned the fact that the governments are not allowing people on and off ships. The government is not processing visas for workers to cross borders. The government is not allowing regulators to allow the goods in and out of their country. And the government is banning travel, lockdowns, government regulation, travel restrictions, Tony. These things are killing the supply chain. And it's all government created. Talking to you, Dr. Matt Will, economist with the University of Indianapolis. One of the questions, of course, is uh, policy put forth by uh, the by the, the the U.S. government, policy put forth by the Biden administration. Is there a specific policy that the Bidens have engaged over the last nine months, ten months? that if they took back one policy, we'd see a better economy and more people back to work? You know what? Okay, I, I can't say one. One, remove the mandate so that everybody that we need to work can work and isn't being fired for not following a mandate. Two, eliminate lockdown restrictions on travel. You know, Europeans still can't get here. Tony, people from the Philippines, people from Indonesia, these are folks that man the ships of the world, and they can't get to the port of Los Angeles. They can't get to the port of Miami. They can't get to uh, Norfolk, Virginia eliminate the travel restrictions, eliminate the lockdowns, eliminate the mandates. These government bureaucracy rules have have stifled the entire global economy. Dr. Matt Will, University of Indianapolis economist, I appreciate you taking the time. We've got more to get to. I'm Tony Katz.